1: Welcome in. It is, I know, preseason and I know, starter less, but nonetheless, we are here, the BGN Radio Post Game Show. We, of course, not just me, Aton, more importantly, the crew is back. Jess is here, Rachel as well. So it's been a long offseason, a long summer, a lot of anticipation, and yes, even a new addition to the BGN Radio Post Game Show that we have to talk about. And a game, but maybe more importantly, our first opportunity to all collectively, including you out there. So hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, you know the drill, to talk about the season and all the high and positive expectations that we have. So a lot, I think, has gone down, has happened, Jess, since the last time you and I have talked, not only professionally in the world of the Philadelphia Eagles, but a congratulations to you as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the last time I was doing a show for uh, BGN, I was about 30, 30 32 weeks pregnant during the draft and now <laughs> we have a have a 10-week old baby. So, yeah, she'll I'm sure you'll, she'll be, you know, her voice will be in the background of some of yep. these shows at one point or another here throughout the yep. season.
1: Absolutely. And I'm sure people can hear if not that they will Teddy here. So, I'm a little ahead of you, right? So, he's he's 14 months in August. So, okay. I've got a little, but here's the thing. I'm still going to turn back and and ask you for advice because anything that I went through in 14 months hasn't stuck with me. So I'll still need all the help and advice I can get. Don't, don't expect much in back from me is all I'm saying.
0: Okay. I won't run to you with my parenting questions. I'll <laughs> talk <about> someone else. <laughs>
1: good I just wanted to get it out there disclaimer by all means no congrats I mean it's it's amazing how much everything just you're told how much things will change and then you're never prepared for the things that physically like actually change right away and it's awesome isn't it
0: yeah it's it's the best it's it's definitely difficult but (laughs) it's the most amazing fun thing in the world and when you realize like I I made this that's the coolest, coolest, coolest thing. this little person who's fifty percent me and fifty percent of my best friend in the whole world, and she has this little face and she's finally starting Maybe. to like she like sees us now and recognizes us and smiling and making noises. It's oh, it's the best.
1: How old again is she?
0: She's two and a half months,
1: okay, yeah, so I'm just trying to think back there There was that moment for me where Teddy was just able to put together like, okay, this this person is going to be here routinely and started to react and like that first smile that you get. And I mean, that's three months, right? So think about all the other milestones that are coming. We talk about season milestones with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? You know, like get three wins, you know, win the division, things like that. Right. We're just on these small little ones here. So that it's 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 amazing. It really is. I can't wait to see pictures of Eagle jerseys and like I'm already getting them for him too, so.
0: Oh yeah. She's got her headphones. She's ready. She's ready to show up to the link in October. Yes. She'll be there. Yes. She'll be ready to go.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, congrats again, for sure. And, I'm, and I know the two of them are going to be constantly referenced in some sense of conversation or or just some sort of example that, that will play off with the field, especially as far oh, as course. any type of parenting analogy. Uh, I, so I am curious, though, what from you, just you, we all kind of got the feel, especially because Cleveland set the tone earlier, the weather was a concern. We, we kind of got the feel that we weren't going to see anybody really that was going to make an impact. So this is kind of an individual, like specific game Jess, but it's also kind of how you may look at the preseason as a whole, because even if we saw these guys, I don't know how much they'd be out there. Yes, it was a win. Yes, they pull it out and and all the other specifics that maybe you want to harp on in a minute. But what was your first initial reaction when you kind of knew, all right, we're not gonna see the people that really matter?
0: Um, you know, I think that the Eagles. As a whole, right? Like we're always dealing with some sort of injury and especially some of these kind of crucial positions where depth is so important, right? Like, you know, yeah. when you're looking at the backup quarterbacks and things like that, that's, that's not really the concern at the moment, right? Like, you know, who the guy there is going to be for you, but you know, here and there, we're, we're always going to see some sort of offensive or defensive line sort of shuffle. Um, you know, if there's, there's a tweak here or there, or, or something happens, you know, randomly for one game or whether it be you know god forbid a long-term kind of situation so you know there's there's those kinds of things and then same with you know the linebackers all of a sudden we've got you know we've been screaming about linebackers for years mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we have a great problem and you know there there's some competition there and legit competition for you know someone who can can be a starter who can be useful not just okay, who's going to be the fifth linebacker that makes the roster? Yikes. It's, you know, who are they going to have to get rid of? Same with the wide receivers. Who are they going to have to get rid of in this depth kind of situation? Same with the, you know, who's going, you've got your two corners, right? You've got your three top corners, but who is playing every single snap is just not realistic in, in, you know, the, the game today. So, just seeing some of those pieces who, you know, you don't know, you're, you're going to see a lot more. You know, I think they were talking about it on the broadcast. Someone like Zach McPherson, you're going to see him a lot. So getting to see him and how he's improved over the last, you know, the last year, the offseason, things like that. So looking to some of those little nuances. And again, if, if you're not really worried about that kind of thing, if you're not worried about what the depth chart is going to look like, and you're just excited for a game, today really wasn't the game for you, but for, you know, people like you and I who are looking at the 53 forwards and backwards and who's going to make it there. It's, it's an important game for those kinds of things. It's not the sexy kind of game, but it's, you know, it's the nitty gritty kind of important stuff.
1: (laughs) I like it because you're making the most out of not, not the bad or worst situation, just a situation, right? Because that's exactly what it is on the surface and look i'll follow to the points that you laid out especially with the positions that you spoke about it with just seeing anybody who we know can run the football at this point right because that's going to be, even if Miles Sanders is 100% healthy coming into a season, we know that with Kenneth Gainwell, with Boston Scott, there is going to be some sort of concerted effort by Nick Sirianni to have a committee run the football. So getting reps, getting touches, it's not like Cleveland has been a pushover, even if they are starting second st- uh, string guys on, on that regard. So, yeah, I mean, that that's another thing that I think looks – at least good today and something that can jump out is all right you're looking at guys in a certain position like you said that may make it in in a situation of depth at the back end but also with something like the running back hey both of those guys played and both of those guys are going to be relied upon at some point in some capacity this year
0: yeah and, and especially you look at it right now, right? Like essentially Boston Scott was the starter that would have been today regardless because Miles Sanders has been out of practice for the last week with a, with a hamstring issue. You know, yep. we all really like Miles Sanders. We want him to succeed, but unfortunately he has had some injury concerns over the last couple of years and that's been the the biggest knock on him by, by far in, you know, his, his couple of years here. So you, by the end of the season, every year, we're always relying on a, on a Boston Scott and that committee, especially to, you know, get us through the back end of the season. So, you know, getting those guys in there, seeing what they're, what they're able to do again, you know, with some backup linemen as well is, is really, you know, more helpful for the coaches than for me, but you know, it's, it's, you're, you're seeing some of the things that you might have to see down the line. So, right. you know, you're exactly right. It's a situation, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> none of the starters are playing. It's not, you know, a very thrilling ordeal, but you know, you you saw some some good things here and there. You you saw a couple flashy plays here and there um from both the offense and the defense and and you know, guys that might you're you're going to end up seeing and hearing about come the back end of the season when you know, the, the Eagles usually got have gotten pretty lucky over the last couple of years with where their bye week was, um, either in the middle of the season or, or more sort of towards the towards the end, um, to help them really get healthy towards the back end. This year I think it's a little a week or two earlier. I think it's it, it might be it the fifteenth or something is is around when their bye week is. So in the front half of the season as opposed to the back half. So definitely by the end with the extra game you know you're you're probably going to see more than one of these guys jump into the fold a little bit. So um you're starting to see a little bit more of of what what the depth is going to give you and you know I think the biggest question mark going into the season is is you know what Jalen Hurts has improved sure. and if he's going to be the guy and you know but everything else you, you're you're seeing some good things from all the other positions so you have to be excited about what what could come this way.
1: Yeah. And and you mentioned the linebackers and, and it kind of goes with my other big question. And I don't even know how much of it is a concern because they have so much talent now. They've added it, Hassan Reddick, Jordan Davis in the draft. They've added to the front and it's going to help. And I mean, even looking at any additions and, and the depth that they may have as far as in the secondary as well, but mainly it was a theme last year and it has to get better, especially because they've improved the talent. But if they're not going to pressure the quarterback like they didn't for the most part last year, uh, that's where I'm curious to see how much the defense can be liable, how much the defense can now be a problem, which, as you know, there's so much gray area for Jalen Hurts, right? Like he's not going to fall off the face of the planet this year and forget how to throw a football. And he's not going to turn into Josh Allen overnight either. But what you and I, and, and I would think most of us, think and feel is that we're going to see tangible, noticeable improvements on the field. And that's enough to say, yeah, let's build something here and stick around. But point being is that there may be enough going on on the other side where yeah, Jalen hurts keeps up his end of the bargain. So as much as that's the obvious one, and I'm with you where, where he can his and where his projection will be, there is that other question on the defense where if you're going to let good quarterbacks sit back and pick you apart and rely on now the talent we saw that last year just like that's not a sustainable plan.
0: Yeah. I I th- would I think it's a valid argument that you know the the two people, groups, however you want to put it in in the hottest seat right now are Jalen Hurts and Jonathan Gannon. Those are the two biggest X factors going into the season. And one can't succeed and the other not succeed or, you know, and, and, you know, success, I think is a a moving target with how, how you want to define it in this, but, you know, you're right. These guys aren't going to fall off the face of the earth. Jalen Hurts is not, he's not going to be worse, right? He's not going to all of a sudden forget how to be himself, if not an improvement on himself. Same with some of these defensive guys. At the end of the day, you know, they're not going to forget how to tackle, forget how to play defense, but there are things that needed to get better and and need to get significantly better. And you're you're not going to have the luxury of if you know six weeks of a grace period or six seven weeks where people are going to say, okay, it's a new coaching staff, okay, yeah. quarterback who could be considered a rookie, okay, it's a- you're not going to have that anymore. You week three and things aren't going in an upward trending direction, you're going to have some fires to put out. So you're absolutely correct. I think you know Jalen Hurts is a big X factor, but the the defense. Jonathan Gannon and what he does with the talent that he has been given for once, how he has upheld his end of the bargain. You know, if, if you got, you have to be able to have some sort of success with the people you have on that side of the football. You have to.
1: I love the element, though, of – and and it's natural progression because of what they did last year to where they are now. But it's it's a point that you made that's worth reinforcing, I think, through the first couple of weeks of the season. They're going to beat Detroit. It's probably going to be closer than a lot of people want it to be first week of the season on the road, et cetera. But week two is just a great opportunity to smash the team over the head, especially Kirk Cousins, right, in prime time. So now you're starting, right, to, to look at the first couple of weeks. and And who knows? as far as what happens there but there is no afforded there is really nothing in the background sorry for what's happening in the background but there's nothing at all that in the background that they can fall back and, and hide behind now and, and say as far as even Jalen Hurts is concerned so I think As much as that's looming over them, to be fair to at least the offense, I think, more so than maybe the defense, and I don't know if that's fair either, but to be fair to Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, I think that motivates them, and and I think that doesn't make them tight. I, I think that prevents them from overlooking a team like Detroit. Who, maybe, in if this were the first year and it's the same scenario and they're on the road against the Lions, maybe they lose that game because it's still like, all right, you know, you're trying to figure out who you are and whatnot. But, but I, I, and they've recognized it, they've called it out. Sirianni said it as well, where Jason Kelsey is here reminding everybody on this team, like, as soon as you think you've got these people out here, fans, media alike, you don't. So maybe that is an added bonus to this year that has so much pressure on.
0: Yeah, I, I I think it's you're you're absolutely correct, and I think the schedule is, it's a good one, it's a fun yeah. one. It should, uh, you know, and you you you're completely correct that that Monday night home opener, um, oh. you know, it, it, it just you're right, just beating Kirk Cousins over the head. That's just
1: it's, it's just set up for it, isn't it?
0: It's so perfect <laughs> right there with the stupid Minnesota Vikings coming. Yep coming back to Philadelphia. It just, it should be poetic. And, but it it also, right, like that's the Eagles MO. It's so set up for them to be perfect that it just crumbles. And I don't want it.
1: Okay, what do you think would be, and and this is just completely unnecessary, but uh, I'm just curious because the door has been kind of wedged, but what do you think would be worse? Losing to Detroit, then beating Minnesota, beating Detroit, then losing to Minnesota.
0: What would be worse?
1: Yeah, like as far as, okay, that's it. You know, cut Jalen, trade hurts, even though that would be tough. Like fire everybody. What would would elicit that over-the-top, ridiculous, chaotic reaction of being worse, I guess, overall?
0: I think... (laughs) I don't know what would be worse because... While the running are a horrific football team, like they are a respectable kind of competition. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way yeah. that they're coached and the way that they play, yep. they are a respectable opponent, right? The and the Minnesota Vikings, they're they're a an average football team, right? They're they're a decent enough football team, but they are about as decent and average as the San Francisco 49ers were week two last season, right, when they came in and they they crapped all over the Atlanta Falcons who were terrible and it was beautiful to watch and we thought everything was was wonderful and we were ready to go to the Super Bowl. And then the next week they came and undid every single facet of their game that they did the week prior. (laughs) So I think it would be worse to – I don't know.
1: I, I think feel, you're to something. It sounded like you. It sounded like you. You're leaning Detroit lose, Minnesota win.
0: I think. Right? I, I think that would be worse.
1: Yeah. Oh, worse. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought that might be better.
0: I, no, I think uh, that, uh, now I don't know. I don't know because I think there's there's <laughs> uh, there's valid arguments on both sides. Because I think yeah, it's you, true. Can, you can justify a week one loss to a respectable opponent. And then bounce back the next week and and win prime time home field, you know the whole thing, but Absolutely, you could also yeah. you could also justify you know kicking the crap out of a bad football team and then losing to a more respectable football team in the second week of the season with a lot of pressure on like you can yeah. make arguments for both but I don't know. I think what would be the worst thing is if they do exactly what they did last season and they do something week one, that's tremendous. And then they yep. do the exact opposite of every way they played the next week. If, if they do this weird, no identity
1: thing again. And and that's, that's actually a pretty good segue too. and, and we'll bring, I, I don't know how active Twitter was as far as for this game, for Rachelle to update us and, and just kind of get her, Thoughts on the season here, but that's a, that's a good segue though. As far as you know, looking at the additions and the offense, and AJ Brown alongside mainly Devontae Smith and a healthy Dallas Goddard. We talked about Miles Sanders, the line, assuming that everybody's healthy here as well. So it it is when you just look at the season and the projections and win totals and and making the playoffs and all the things that come from it. It's all predicated on health. And I would say equally, the point you just made is identity. And, and again, it goes back to, look, you can't take six weeks to figure out who you are. You have to have an idea coming in and and look, that means balance and being able to run and doing all the other things. That's fine. It doesn't have to be 80, 20, one way, or, you know, have Jalen Hurts do one thing specific, but that's, I think the theme here coming into the season that I've got from us so far is you have to know exactly – you have to take advantage of being healthy and know exactly who you are and can't really find – there's no heading out to Europe and backpacking in the Alps for, you know, six months and finding yourself. Like, you got to get in there right away and be who you are.
0: Yeah, and and six – you know, you don't have the time you did last year. You don't have the great yeah. period. You have maybe September. Maybe. If, that. September. if that. If that.
1: You may not have more than week no, one, no, Jess, no. if they lose to Detroit.
0: Well, that's that's the thing, and especially in in like the fashion they lose to Detroit. If they were to lose, to
1: Detroit,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's again, yeah. that's another thing. It's like, how do you lose? How respectable is it in the way you you lose? The year they they won the Super Bowl, they kicked the crap out of the the Washington football team, the Commanders, whatever you want to call them these days. They kicked the crap out of that team week one. And then they went down and and lost to the uh, the Chiefs week two but they lost by a touchdown at the end of the game on you know an Andy yeah. Reid an Andy Reed staple right so it wasn't this you know high and then low and you don't know what you are it was okay unfortunate but respectable and then they won nine straight so if you if they get if they get like shut out by the Detroit Lions you get you no know, there, there's no coming back from that, right? Like you're, yep. you're done immediately. But if it's this, you know, overtime grudge match of some variety, that's a different kind of situation. So it it really depends, but they get, you know, they the, the leeway is so much thinner now that we know what we can get from Nick Sirianni. We know what we can get from some of these players and what they added, you know, there, there's not a lot of wiggle room for excuses here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and look, I mean, I, I think to be fair, this is a team in a division and, you know, this brings us to kind of how we see this whole thing play out. This is our first time really together to do it all with you out there as well. But the division is still that it it's still split. You still have that Washington entity and you've got the giants and the giants have a new coach with the, the old quarterback. And, and we kind of know exactly who Daniel Jones is. And Ron Rivera doesn't win games. He's six and 11. I I was looking at this from a betting standpoint for week one. He's six and 11, like straight up, forget even the spread or anything like that. Six and 11 at home. He just, it's hard to win a division when you're routinely losing games at home and putting that pressure on your team to go out there on the road. So we know, we know, all of us know about Carson Wentz and, and what can be versus when it breaks down so it's just back to dallas and it's back to what dallas lost it's back to what they might have done to mitigate losses in certain spots or you know just get better the the receiver position has been significantly weakened i think where they were going to rely on their tight end a ton and i don't know if they can do that and yeah Dak's healthy and zeke and all but that's it and and i don't mean to diminish the other two teams it's the nfc east what have you but I think it helps a team in Philadelphia who doesn't have time to adjust or, or find themselves with an identity and did add guy like you add AJ Brown, you're trying to win this division. This is not giving AJ, you know, Jalen hurts one more shot. This is I think the the expectation that Jalen hurts will rise to the occasion, right? Cause you don't add a guy like that, unless you've already kind of bought into the belief doesn't mean it's going to happen, but at least I think that's a reflection of the team.
0: Yeah. It's this is a we're gonna give you everything you could possibly need. You hold up your end of the bargain. It, that that's essentially what it is. They they have addressed every single hole that they've had. They have addressed everything they needed to. If Jalen Hurts can't do it with this group they have, then you know unfortunately he's not the guy. I hope he's the guy, but if he can't you know rise to the occasion as you said with yeah. with this core. I don't, I don't know, you know, what, what, what that means going forward. I don't know what their plan is going forward. That's a later problem, but you're exactly right. You know, they have gotten significantly better. They have improved in every area they needed to improve. And there is not another team in the division that has as much as they need to. You're, you're absolutely right. It's, you know, the Eagles in Dallas are the ones that are going to be at the top. Yes. They have their quarterback. Yes. They have Zeke. Yes. They still have Ceedee lamb, but they lose Amari Cooper. They, you're right. They're going to be leaning a little bit more on their tight ends. Is that going Schultz, to be the, yeah. the, the best thing for them? Their defense is not great, and their coach is also not great. So, it's a big
1: factor. Yeah. It,
0: it's, it's we'll, we'll see. I, I personally, you know, biased, but I, the, the Eagles on paper are the better team. We hear every year, everybody wants to talk about how good the Cowboys are. This is our year. Blah, 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 blah. They have not won a Super Bowl. I was literally six months old. Um, So, you know, it's not going to start when my daughter's six months old. That's right. That's
1: right. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for it. Yes. It's not going to start now. Um,
0: So, you know, they should win this division. Now, the Eagles, when they have these expectations, they tend to underwhelm. But I don't think I don't think these expectations are, oh, we're this team is going all the way. This is a team that should win the the division. And there are a lot of other good teams in the NFL. So yeah. we'll see from there. But anything, you know, just squeaking in the extra wild card isn't going to be unless, you know, Dallas is what, 14 and 3, which I do not foresee happening. No. Um and and you know they have to get in by squeaking into that wild card because the division is so far away that even you know a 10 and and 7 record doesn't get you in then that's you know different but anything less than really a, a, an NFC East championship is is a little bit disappointing i think for this season
1: yeah and and look i, I don't want to get everything full on as far as the season previews cuz we'll have more time especially after games in which we may or may not even see the starters. But I guess the last thing that I would throw out would be just just kind of banking on this where we're both, and I think all of us to an extent, are expecting some sort of level, tangible improvement from Hertz. But that's what I love about this year, which is the training wheels are off, you know, the big boy pants are on, all the cliches from Kobe to everybody else that we've heard, you know, throw out all that, like that's all applied here, but it's not typical over the top from us and not you and I, I'm just saying the collective, which is we don't know any better, right? It's either, ah, oh, shit, this season is a wash, like who cares, you know, we're just gonna have fun or we're just gonna be miserable yeah. versus like, oh, wait a second, there's there's some expectations here. Yeah, if they don't make it to the conference. But I think I think from as far as the theme, and I think we had this last year as well, we had a couple of themes at the start of the year. That's a great way, and I'm gonna attribute it to you because you made the point. I think that's a great theme here for the season, which is, look, we're not talking about reasonable leveled growth. We got that last year we're talking about now. Yeah. You win the division, you simply make the playoffs, but we're not putting anything more on that. We're, we're not saying that, you know, Jalen hurts can't come back if they don't make it out of the first round. I think the ceiling, which moves, it moves week to week and expectations and feel all that, but just coming into the season, that's probably the best way to encapsulate realistic expectations for hurts and and other people on this team ver, as well as combined with just the fact that nobody's really going over the top. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hurts Hertz is going to be good? Okay, okay, they better go to the Super Bowl.
0: Right. Yeah, I think a, a, a realistic expectation without overdoing it is win the division. <laughs> Let's start there, and you're right. If they're on this tear, and they're all on, you know, all these players are on fire, and Jalen Hurts is playing out of his mind, the ceiling can grow. There's absolutely. There, there's room for growth yes. there, absolutely. Yes. But, you know, we, we need some clarity, you know, they should win the division regardless, but we need some clarity, especially on if he's the guy long-term or not.
1: Yeah. Then depending
0: on how it goes, you know, in the playoffs, then, you know, we, we tailor our expectations for next season and and talk about it then. But, you know, I think anything less, as I said, is then, then, you know, winning the division is going to be a disappointment last year. There were no expectations. It was, you know, sort of let's see what these coaches can do. Let's see what Jalen hurts has to offer. And we can see where, you know, their shortcomings are and where they need to improve. We can only hope they have improved there and we're going to see some of that. And that, you know, this is, this is going to be the start of, of a really impressive young group of guys that we'll get to, you know, see and be competitive with for the next, you know, five, six, seven years.
1: Well said. Well said. Anything else that that we should get out before we we come back for another uh, rendition of who played, who didn't?
0: I don't think so. I think, okay. I think we've maxed out <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> Pretty good, though. I got to say, I want to have about the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, right. I mean, this wasn't even heavy on the Browns. We we got a lot juicy stuff out of it and and bounced around. I just know we're going to be back here again in similar situations until the season begins. All right, good stuff. As As always, look, we appreciate you all hanging out there. Hit the thumbs up button. That means a lot. Make sure you're subscribed here. As well. That's Jess. I'm Aton. Rachel is making everything happen. So we appreciate her like you should be appreciating her out there. And the three of us, we'll see you next week. We'll still do win totals and everything like that, right? I want to sprinkle it, kind of save it so that we don't just do it all and then kind of come back and do it again, right? Yeah.
0: Sounds good. And thank God so- there's only three weeks of the preseason now.
1: <laughs> yes. Great point. A lot of good points made. That might be one of the better ones tonight across the board. All right, for Jesse Rachel, I'm Aton. We'll see you soon. Thanks again.